Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Nevertheless, Shalee Persisted. It's me, it's your girl, Shalee, and we are back in New York, baby. Am I recording this on the day that it's flooding in New York? Yes, but what a a perfect day to be at home and record a podcast episode. I am so, so, so incredibly thankful to be back in New York. I love it here, even if it's flooding. Um, The fall vibes are just hitting me full force and I am so here for it I thrive in the fall I love the fall give me all of the pumpkin spice give me all of the comfort movies I'm reading so many fall books that are just feel like feeling full few oh my geez fueling my soul (laughs) and I've had like three cups of coffee today if you couldn't tell already (laughs) I hope you all are doing splendidly. I hope you're thriving in the fall as much as I am. And if not, hey, that's okay. Fall is only a season and winter is coming. To quote Jon Snow. Does Jon Snow snay that? Uh, Say that. (laughs) We're struggling today, people. Um, Does Jon Snow say that in Game of Thrones? I think so. I forget what his dad's name is, but he does definitely say that. I do know that. I just don't remember his name. Before we just dive right into the gratitude list, because wow, what a list I have for you today. Um, I wanted to do a couple of housekeeping things. Number one, hey, please rate and review my podcast uh, if you haven't already. It helps me so much you guys it helps spread the word um if you're a new listener i'm so happy to have you here thank you for being here if you're an old listener welcome back friend love to have you here too um please go rate and review my podcast spotify apple wherever your heart desires um hopefully give me a little five star that would be cool i i would dig that um next up on the housekeeping list that i have is i am doing it I, uh, I'm finally dropping a newsletter and you can sign up for it. I hinted on it. I hinted about it more like uh, two episodes ago, I think. And it's happening. What is a newsletter, you may ask? Great question. I'm basically just sending a little email kind of highlighting what the episode of the week is and what it's about. Um, and obviously, I talk about a lot of different things in my gratitude list whether that be a book or a product that I'm using or whatever a place that I visited and I have had lots of dms asking me more about the things that I put in my gratitude list or things that I just randomly talk about throughout the episode which is awesome love a dm but uh I felt like it would be more of a a fun slash better way to you know add links or If I ever wanted to write a little blog post, which I definitely will probably do in the future, I'll put that in the newsletter. Um, And yeah, you can sign up for it if you just want a little extra schlee goodie. And how can you sign up for that? Another great question. Thank you for all of these questions. Um, You can 
visit my Instagram at neverthelessleepersisted. And there's a link in my link tree. Um, I'll also do a little post about it that's easier to find. Um, and you can just add your your little email address and it'll send you every week. It's pretty simple. It's pretty cool. We love modern technology. Yeah, you can also visit my personal website, ashleywaldbauer.com. There's like a podcast page there too where you can also sign up for the newsletter. That's literally where the link is going to take you anyway. But uh, yeah, pretty easy. But I'm very excited for it to come out and yeah I'm excited about it something new and lastly I am now posting on TikTok now here's the thing friends it's taking me forever to do it um I have social media anxiety up the wazoo which I think I talked about in the last episode and I would like to conquer that fear damn it I don't know what it is about social media that makes me anxious because I quite literally put myself out there every week (laughs) through this podcast, but I am going to face my fears. I'm posting on TikTok more. And so you can find content from this podcast on there, but I also wanted another spot to kind of, you know, if, if I'm having a thought in the moment during the day that I just want to post on, you know, TikTok or wherever, Instagram. I just wanted, I just wanted another spot to do that. Um, plus, more friends equals more listeners equals a bigger community, which I'm all about. So if you want to follow me on TikTok, do that. It's actually just my name. It's not neverthelessly persisted because it's just my page um, on TikTok. So I think it's just at Ashley Waldbauer. Okay, so those are the housekeeping things. Just get them out of the way at the beginning of the episode let's move on to the freaking gratitude list friends alrighty (laughs) okay so the first thing I have on my list is buddy and who is buddy you may ask that's my sister's dog so after I got off the cruise ship I spent a couple days with my sister who lives in Bellingham Washington which is really close to Seattle Washington which is where the cruise ship ports so I got to spend a couple of days thank you honking man chaos the flooding chaos. Anyway, um, got to spend a couple days with my sister, which was really fun. I can't even remember the last time we were able to spend a good chunk of time, just the two of us. So that was really nice and special. And once again, yes, she has a dog and he's like a little, little mutt. I mean, he's a chihuahua for sure, but I don't, I don't know if he's mixed with something else. He has these like cute, really like big ears. Um, And the funny thing is I know I've mentioned Buddy in another podcast episode. I think I, my sister, bless her, got a little upset at me because I did say that he was a little annoying. And I take it back. He's a really good dog. Does he whine a decent amount? Does the dog have lots of anxiety? Yes. But I love him and he's, he's a a really five out of five star dog. (laughs) So if you're my sister listening to this, there you go. Those are my true feelings about Buddy. He's really cute. So good. Loves a cuddle. Maybe too much so because I don't, I love him, but he would try to like sleep with me on my little air mattress and it just gets too hot. Get off me. But I do love him. I do love him so much. So boom, number one on the gratitude list. Buddy, you made it. Number two, okay, this one's kind of funny because it's a TikTok uh, trend that's been going around that cracks me up like no one's business, and it is the Roman Empire. So 
if you haven't heard, there's this trend going around where you ask the men in your life, boyfriend, dad, brother, whoever, friend, whatever, how often they think about the Roman Empire. And with men, apparently it's a lot. So I did ask Matt. Uh, and he indeed does think about the Roman Empire quite a bit, mostly because, lol, I'm outing him so hard right now. He's reading the Bible right now, just for pleasure. <laughs> also, because he's listening to a podcast that's all about ooh, one of the Testaments, old or new, there's only two, one of them, uh, and just kind of like breaks down the stories and what's true, what's not, and blah, blah, blah. Roman Empire has a lot to do with that. Um, so that's why he says he thinks about it a lot. But um, I do find it funny that most men think about the Roman Empire. Like, so random. I do not think about the Roman Empire. Do you? Do you? Let me know if you do. And I was trying to think of like what the female equivalent of the Roman Empire is, what it, what it would be. And I don't know. I have like a couple things that I wrote down. I was like, Princess Diana, I feel like I think a lot about her. <laughs> and I also wrote Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice. I also think a lot about that. But maybe that's because I'm a big reader. I don't know. But... If, if you know, oh, okay, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. Pride and Prejudice, incredible movie. Kira Knightley, that version. Also with the guy that's also in Succession, whose name, of course, escapes me. And if you want a deep cut, he's also in Anna Karenina, who's in Kira Knightley, is also in that. She plays the title character, Anna Karenina. Beautiful movie. Jesus, beautiful movie. Highly recommend um that movie as well but there's a moment in the uh Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley where like Mr. Darcy touches Keira Knightley um and then he like clenches his fist and I, it's giving like the Arthur meme a little bit but it's supposed to be because he's like oh I love her so much and she doesn't know it and I think about that moment a lot I'm a romantic I'll say love a good romance novel a romance movie a rom-com you name it love it all especially if there's spice anyway uh what was i even talking about roman empire okay full circle so yes mr darcy also i thought about putting as like a roman empire moment but i also don't think that that is like a widespread enough thing for women like i think that might just be like an ashley thing but this one is a little dark and this one i did grab from tiktok trying to like compare you know roman empire to things that women think about and it's like kidnapping or being safe at night and i know that that's dark but also you're not wrong you are not wrong i think about protecting myself probably like once at least every day so or every other day depends yeah once again pretty dark um but the the roman empire <laughs> that being said that is on my gratitude list because i think it's really freaking funny so if you haven't asked some of the men in your life, do it. It's a fun time. The answer may surprise you. Number three, okay. It's Beyonce. She, honestly, it probably should have put her as number one. And now I feel kind of bad because ugh, Beyonce, I got to see her. I got to see the Renaissance tour. And once again, I went with my sister and my mom and my brother. We saw her in Seattle and she was incredible now here's the thing i know beyonce's incredible obviously don't we all but seeing her in person 
different level, different level of genius, of talent, of grace. And oh my gosh, Beyonce just is this ethereal human to me who is like so motherly and so like grounded and graceful and like incredible and then she'll just like do another song and flip the squish squish swish and mm, switch i promise i'll be able to talk by the end of this podcast episode (laughs) switch and uh she just is like super sexy super cool like ah i just admire that woman so much and i'll say it she is a virgo and i'm a virgo and so we have that in common and I would really like to I'm trying to channel my inner Beyonce a little bit more after seeing her perform also the vocals oh my god breathtaking she doesn't sound real I think that's so wild and yes I did get to see Blue come out and perform with her and do the little dance and it was also incredible and the pride on Beyonce's face after Blue performed the pride oh it was just stunning and yes Virgo's groove that's this, one of her songs in uh, Renaissance, if you didn't know. It's so good. That was my favorite song that she performed, mostly because it's one of my favorite songs on the album. And she, like, comes out in this, like, cool, like, shell. Like, that looks like that Renaissance painting with the woman in the shell. Ooh, what is the name of that painting? I'm going to look it up real fast. Okay, I looked it up. It's called The Birth of Venus. I don't think I would have pulled that out of my ass. Um, but that's what it's called, and it's beyonce in the shell oh it just was so good her outfits 10 out of 10 her dancers 10 out of 10 experience 10 out of 10 and we had kick-ass seats thank you once again to my sister Alyssa for copping those seats it was just incredible incredible 10 out of 10 experience okay number four on the list i am about to out myself really really hard right now because one of my favorite movies one of my comfort movies I actually might have already added myself on a past episode. Doesn't matter. Sister Act 2. Incredible movie. I watched it with my sister. It was like such a nostalgic thing for us to be watching that movie. I love Sister Act 2. Back in the Habit specifically. It has Lauren Hill in it. And I love Lauren Hill. I always say that like Lauren Hill taught me how to riff. Um because she's just she's so good she's so good and there's this rendition of his eyes on the sparrow and it's like a church song um but wow she sings it just so beautifully and oh that movie is so good it's on disney plus please go watch it (laughs) maybe it's not as good as i think it is but i i love it i love every moment of that film and um i'll scream it from the rooftops it's so good and there's like an ending number where they sing joyful joyful but they also rap in it and it's just in dance and once again outing myself i do know the entire dance that they that they perform in that movie i learned it when i was young secretly and i still know it to this day so i will be putting that on my resume (laughs) uh okay next up on the list it's harmony and yes this is partially inspired by sister act (laughs) because in the song that I just mentioned, His Eyes on the Sparrow, it's Lauren Hill and another gal, and they sing this, like, beautiful harmony. Love it so much. But I just, like, miss singing with people in harmony. 
where I get to do harmony um or the harmony line or whatever I just I miss it I used to do it a lot growing up um because I don't know how much I've actually talked about this but I grew up in a pretty Christian household um I would not say I'm Christian anymore but we can get into that later um but I used to sing on the worship team a lot and I just I just miss singing harmony with people in terms of like when I was on the worship team you know you'd get like the set list or whatever and you would just kind of like have to make harmonies up on the spot or there wasn't like sheet music that you listen to and that's kind of like just one of my favorite things to do is like if I'm sitting and listening to a song and just like harmonizing to it myself like I I just like that I know that's super nerdy but um I miss it I miss it like I was just talking to my girlfriend Krista shout out Krista hey um because she wants to start a band which I'm all about and I'm like yes I just want to sing harmony with people I just want to be a background singer sometimes sometimes not all the time because I'm also like put me up for rent baby but yeah yeah. (laughs) I miss singing the harmony line I'll say it it's been a hot second okay next up on the list you know I love fall obviously if if you've listened to any of this podcast episode and I put pumpkin spice everything on my list but more specifically pumpkin spice syrup for my coffee in the morning you guys let me tell you I found my own pumpkin spice syrup recipe and made it to put in my coffee this morning and all all mornings and it's incredible it's the easiest recipe honestly I'll probably put it in my one of my newsletters so if that's motivation for you to go sign up go sign up if you want that recipe um yeah it's really easy to make it literally takes like less than 10 minutes and it's incredible I feel so good in the morning with my own pumpkin spice latte that I made and didn't have to go get at Dunkin even though I do love a Dunkin pumpkin spice don't get me wrong but it is pretty gratifying to make it on your own and not spend money so yeah, I also made pumpkin bread with chocolate chips the other night, which was incredible. I'm just here for all of the pumpkin, friends. I don't care if that makes me basic. I love it. I love it. Oh, also, I got these candles from Trader Joe's that I'm obsessed with. One's like pumpkin vanilla and the other's like harvest apple, I think is what it's called. Incredible. Go pick them up. They're super cheap. They're like four bucks. And I love them. I constantly have them burning in my apartment so good I love fall and I love I'm just gonna go on a fall rant right now I started kind of like decorating here and there for fall so I have like two little pumpkins and like some fall flowers like right by my salt lamp and I got a I got a gourd (laughs) there was like gourds on sale at the grocery store for like uh, less than a buck and I said you're coming home with me I also got like a cool little skull that I got from Target in like the dollar section. It was technically $3, but it's like a skull with like moss, like fake moss, obviously, over it. It looks really, really cool. I'll probably post a picture of my minimal fall decorations on Instagram, but it's the little things that count. You know what I mean? Just to get you into the fall spirit. Okay, the last thing on my list, this might sound a little creepy and I don't mean it that way, but I've seen so many cute couples like all bundled up just like walking the streets of New York and (laughs) I 
I, I mean, maybe it's because I just got off the cruise ship with Matt for two weeks or whatever, but I love love and I love seeing it. And I've seen so many specifically like older couples like in their, I don't know, 60s or 70s, like just holding hands under an umbrella together. And there was like this one really cool couple that was like really hipstery. I, I mean, they must have been in their 60s or 70s too. The the guy had like tattoos all up and down his arms, like white hair. And the gal was like in this like really cool, like flowy fall dress. I don't know. I just was like that. That is what I want to be when I am older. I don't know. I love love. I love fall. I love so many things. Love tattoos. Whatever. <laughs> There's my gratitude list. Okay. I'm happy to be in New York. If you couldn't tell. There it is. Yay. We know this business is hard and we're here to help. I'm Ellen. And my name's Alyssa from the Modern Singer Podcast. We are a career-focused podcast aimed to inspire singers navigating the business in today's world. We provide free content focused on singer self-care, audition resources, business-related entertainment, travel resources, repertoire suggestions, and more. Join us as we conduct interviews with established industry professionals to arm you with current high-level knowledge. Still want more? Join our newsletter to stay up to date with what we're talking about, as well as gain access to our monthly freebies. And you can visit our Etsy shop to download resources to help you with your musical journey. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at modern.singer. Visit our website, modern-singer.com, and tune in to the Modern Singer podcast wherever you listen. We release new episodes every other Saturday. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Okay, friends, let's dive right into the thoughts and feels of this week. And man, have I had so many thoughts and feelings. So, okay, where to even start? Uh, I guess let's chat Summer of Soul Searching. Uh, If you've listened to that episode, you know that I just feel like, in SparkNotes version, I feel like I have a higher calling. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that is. I just feel like I'm meant to do big things on this earth or at least just give, I'm meant to give something to this world and I just don't know what that is. Obviously, I'm a performer and I think that's part of my soul and my being and I think it's a part of my higher calling, but I don't think it's the whole. Um, I think there's something else that I'm also supposed to be doing in life that fills up a different portion of my cup if that makes sense. So I've been on that journey. I've been journaling a shit ton throughout this entire thing. Um, Thing being summer. Now it's fall, like I've said 50 million times. And I think I have spent these past couple weeks taking a step back and reframing some things in my brain that I want to chat about. And this kind of sparked because... A couple episodes I was talking about this tour that I was going in for um, and I felt really good about it and I uh, well I was talking about the fear of like talking myself out of going into this tour and then I went in and I kind of reframed my brain and crushed it. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) I crushed that audition. I crushed the callback and I got to the finals which was awesome it was so fun the room was incredible the people that I met were super fun and cool as well um and after I finished that callback I felt so good and I felt like I kept seeing signs from the universe 
being like this is working out for you this is gonna happen so get prepped for it um and in terms of signs i mean yes angel numbers but also just like things that had to do with the tour like where the tour was and all of these things and it just i felt like it it kept being brought up in various different ways and also i kept having this feeling of like oh yeah i i got this job i booked this job because I don't know I just I hadn't had that feeling since um after I auditioned for six to be honest and I was like oh okay this is my intuition telling me that it's happening let's let's listen to this and then I didn't get it and I found out on the ship when I was with Matt and um which honestly was a blessing to have my person there with me when that happened because I was I not gonna lie I was really upset about it and I kind of felt to be totally transparent with you I kind of felt like the universe was fucking with me a little bit uh which is not a super fun feeling to have and the negative self-talk started and it was rampant baby Again, Matt and I kind of hinted about it in the past two episodes, but we had a really good heart-to-heart where I really kind of stepped back. And really, Matt was the one to really point this out. So mostly credit goes to him for telling me what I needed to hear in the moment. Um, Where he was like, okay, you are putting so much pressure on yourself. Like, yes... This was disappointing, the fact that you didn't get it. Obviously, grieve, be sad about it. But this is not the first time that this has happened to you. Like, this is a part of the job, is to get close to the end and then possibly not get it or not even get a callback. And I think the fact that I was in finals is an accomplishment in itself. And I just was not seeing any part of the process uh, as an accomplishment. Um, and then I don't know, I just kind of had a moment where I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, I don't feel any closer. Like it's the end of summer and I feel like I should have stuff figured out. And he was like, whoa, whoa, can you, can you take a step back and listen to what you're saying? Because the point of this, you know, summer of soul searching was not that I was going to figure it out in a summer. Like, I think I even mentioned this in the episode that I am figuring all of this out and it's going to take time. This is like long game, baby. Kind of exactly like my career in in the theater industry. It's all about long game. You build connections through these auditions that you're going on, through the people that you meet in the room. Yes, some people can get their big break just off of one audition or callback, but uh, that's just like not usually, that's just not realistic. So I think I just, uh, these past couple weeks, I've been really kind of taking a step back and reframing what this summer of soul searching was for me and how I want to move forward. So like I said, the negative self-talk in my brain just was rampant. I was so mean to myself, friends, and I think because I was having so much negative self-talk, I kept getting more frustrated with myself because I was like, "Am I? aren't I past this? Haven't I worked through this? I was getting so frustrated that like the negative self-talk was like taking over and I was letting it take over. It felt during the time like I was taking like 
15 steps back and no steps forward and like all of the progress that I've made in the summer was like not a thing and I sat in that negative self-talk for uh, a hot sec and it wasn't until I got back to New York where I was like all right Ash sit yourself down sit your ass down and let's journal let's figure this out let's figure out how to move onward in a more I don't even want to say productive um that's not what I mean in a more healthy way in a way that will allow me to sit in the uncomfortable and will allow me to remember that this is I'm in for the long game I'm in for the long haul and I'm not going to figure this out in two months and that honestly was kind of a harsh reality for myself to come to terms with because yes even though I said that this process of you know figuring my shit out finding my hair calling was gonna take time I don't think I believe that I was very much like okay summer's gone I should know what I'm I, I should know I should have everything figured out I should have everything sorted out I've done the work why am I not getting the product that I deserve um, but that is just not how it works and I just I really needed to actually like sit down and believe that like this stuff is is big stuff that I'm dealing with here. These are big thoughts, big feelings, and like to sort through them all is going to take time. And I know I said that, but I like really needed to get that in in my brain and in my being that it's going to take time. So breathe. And one of the things that Matt really harped on me about was like this process of like finding out what this other part of my life should be should be fun which was something that I was like yes okay but <laughs> I kept like making excuses for it but it should be fun this this process of like finding what gets me up in the morning and like what really drives me and what I'm really passionate about like that should be fun work and I was making it not fun in my very Virgo perfectionist way that I do. <laughs> and I think I also realized that my birthday when I turned 26 also kind of brought on some of these feelings. Like I was running out of time or I was like falling behind, which is like not true. <laughs> and I think it's also, it was also a little bit of compare and despair being like well this 23 year old has this tour or is on Broadway right now and I really had to fight those thoughts being like whoa 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 Ashley think about all the work you've done like you are on your own path and you are on your own journey and like their success is not your failure that's like a big life lesson in my life right now is like other people's success is not your failure it has nothing to do with you so yes, this is one of the, the big bullet points that I've been kind of mulling over is like, breathe, chill the fuck out. You're not running out of time. You're not behind. Great things, great ideas take time and stop rushing yourself and stop putting so much pressure on yourself to come up with the thing that's supposed to, you know, kickstart your higher calling or a part of your career it does not work like that not always at least and not in my case great things take time and stop putting so much goddamn pressure on yourself girlfriend 
Now, the next thing I really needed to sort of work through and something that I discovered while journaling and talking to my therapist, yay therapy, um, was this idea that my worth is not connected to my work. Now, I know I've said that before. Once again, these are things that I've fully said on the podcast. But once again, uh, saying them is not believing them. And I really, through the whole tour audition and through other things that were happening into my life I was putting a lot of my worth into the things and the opportunities that I was getting or were coming my way now this is hard to do which is why I think I said it and didn't fully believe it especially being an actor because you put so much of yourself into every performance that that you do every interaction that you have with casting or directors or even just like networking with other actors you put so much of yourself and your being into that so it's just really hard to separate your worth from your work so I'm here to remind you and also myself that my worth is not even connected at all to the amount of callbacks that I'm getting, to the amount of job interviews that I'm getting, to the amount of auditions and emails full of opportunity, whatever you want to say. I am not an actor first. I am so much more than that. I am a good listener. I am a, a great girlfriend. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I am an avid reader. I'm a lover of reality TV and Billie Eilish. I am courageous. I am open-minded. I am just so much more than being an actor. I mean, I could go on and on. And one of the things that really helped me was I wrote all of those things down. I gave myself a little prompt of like, what is the best version of myself? And I I wrote many a thing, including but not limited to, I am an empathetic human. I give myself and others grace. I'm confident in my abilities. I prioritize gratitude. I persevere. I am honest. I have integrity and on and on and on. Um, And none of those things that I listed included being an actor. Now, don't get me wrong. I love acting. It's one of my favorite things to do in the entire world. But it is, it's not my authentic self. It's not my, my being. I really kind of need to separate it in my brain as like acting, that's my career. It's not who I am as a human. I also found that I was also kind of attaching my worth to my productivity or my output. So if I didn't complete all of the tasks on my to-do list at the end of the day, I would the <laughs> cue the negative self-talk. They would just instantly be there so just like being an actor in my acting career doesn't define my worth my daily output also does not define my worth and honestly shout out to tiktok i don't know how you were in my brain but scary tech stuff um but i saw this gal put it into a nice little perspective for me where people more specifically people who have uteruses or cycles we're cyclical human beings and you can't expect on our cycle to be able to output at a hundred percent every day that's just like not 
how our bodies work. There are going to be days where you just feel like you don't want to do shit. And on those days, I, I would just blame myself so much and put so much pressure on myself because I'd be like, why am I not producing the same way that I did yesterday? That's just not how bodies are made. You can't be at 100% all of the damn time. But in my brain, I can. <laughs> so I had to do a lot of deep digging on that one. Um, obviously, I know that that's not the case. Mostly because I don't want to have burnout. I feel like in New York, and especially as creatives, there is this pressure um, surrounded by like hustle culture where you should be, you know, auditioning all of the time and working survival jobs all of the time and in turn working yourself to the bone. And I don't want to work myself so hard so much that I don't love what I'm doing anymore. So enter in self-care. Um, I've talked also a lot about self-care on this podcast and I also think I needed to reframe it once again in my brain um, because I think my version of self-care was you know reading for an hour and I'm finding that that's just not enough that's not enough so and well okay first don't get me wrong I do love reading and I still it, it's still a <laughs> form of self-care for me that will always be in my self-care toolbox but I started doing this thing where I give myself three acts of self-care a day. Um, so yes, that can include reading. But this other thing that I'm doing every day that just like lifts my spirits, and this is going to sound nerdy, but here we are. I don't care. I have a little dance party in my room every day to a song that I love, and it changes every day. And it, it, it improves my mood, how I'm feeling so much even if it's just like you know for two minutes a day I I think that's a nice little act of self-care I try to include an act of self-care where I literally just like turn my brain off 100% um, so re reading does not fall into that list because I am my brain is active while reading but you know dancing crazily in my room I don't have to think about that and no one's watching so who cares so that has been a game changer for me. I also don't pack my to-do list anymore. I, I, this is going to sound crazy, but I would have like 10 to 15 things on my to-do list for like each day. And that, that's too, too many things, too many things. So now I only put five things on my to-do list, um, which still some days feels like a lot. And I'm just, I'm working so hard on being kind to myself. So if there's a day where I feel like I can't get one thing done on the to-do list, I quite literally give myself three affirmations in the mirror. And a lot of those affirmations are words and characteristics that my friends have given to me from like our episode way back when, when we were talking about Summer of Soul Searching. Um, and that has also been a game changer to like force yourself to say how great you are out loud and say all of the attributes that ring true to your authentic self out loud it seems really daunting but it's a game changer I'm trying and I'm, I'm making more of an effort to find moments in my day where I can just like let my inner child like soar and be free and let 
that little baby fiercely come through more in my day-to-day life. Once again, when Matt and I kind of had our heart to heart and he was saying that this process should be fun, like that has really rung true to me. Um, And I was making it not very fun for myself. And by it, I mean my summer of soul searching. So this, since it's fall, this is the fall of feeling it out. I just want to feel all of the feels. I want to be kind to myself and my body. And I want to give myself some freaking slack. (laughs) I think this is great timing for me since the holidays are coming up and there's so many fun things happening in the near future. Um, where I just I just want to let loose a little bit. I don't want to be so uptight about my process and so regimented on figuring my shit out. It's a process and it's supposed to be fun. As Matt and I say, onward. So we are just rolling with the punches. We're figuring it out, but it's going to take some time. And thanks for being on this journey with me. I know that there have been a lot of points in this podcast episode that I've said in previous episodes, but it's a good little reminder and a good little reframe for my brain. Um, because even if you say it, you might not necessarily believe it. And I'm working on the believing portion (laughs) of all of that. So here's your weekly reminder to breathe and trust that it's all going to work out. You're working hard um, and give yourself, your brain, your body a little break and a little treat too because a treat never hurts. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to another episode. Um, Yeah, this is the fall of feeling it out and we are feeling shit out, friends. Um, As always, you can DM me on Instagram at neverthelesshly persisted. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feelings if you're feeling the same or differently or if you have any input or ideas um, for how to be nicer to yourself and just stay present in the moment. Um, I love you all so, so very much. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, have a great week. Bye.